Welcome to the Infinitely Radiant Podcast, where my mission is to empower moms through pelvic and whole body wellness. My name is Miranda, and I'm bringing a holistic approach to helping moms reach their full potential and live their life to the fullest. I will be breaking down stigmas that we moms face and empowering you to elevate your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to be the best you yet. I'm excited to have you join me on the quest to being infinitely radiant mamas. Hey y'all, and welcome to another episode of the Infinitely Radiant podcast, where we discuss important health topics to help empower and educate our listeners. I'm your host, Dr. Miranda Morris, and today we are diving into a topic that can be uncomfortable for many to talk about, but it's crucial to address, which is pelvic organ prolapse. So if you're thinking, I think I have prolapse, what do I do? Where do I start? You're in the right place. And today I will be going through all this. So it will be just me, no guest host today, because I really want to dive into this topic, help clear some things up on some common questions that I hear. So first off, I've done another podcast on generally what pelvic organ prolapse is, but want to review for those of you who maybe are listening for the first time. So pelvic organ prolapse occurs when the muscles and tissues supporting our pelvic organs starts to weaken and causes the organs to descend into the vaginal canal, sometimes down towards the vaginal opening. This can lead to symptoms and feelings of pressure or fullness down at the vaginal opening, a bulge in the vaginal area, and even difficulty with bowel movements and urination. She might deal with leakage, maybe even pain in your pelvic area. And it's also important to note that it is more common than people think, especially among moms. So if you've had kiddos, more likely to develop it, or if you have gone through menopause because the tissues can weaken during that phase. So it's more common than people think. A lot of people have prolapse, but don't have symptoms. So it's important, especially if you are having symptoms or any concerns that you suspect you have prolapse, knowing where to go first. So that's what I want to clear up today and help give you guidance on if you think you have prolapse, where to start. And many people's first instinct is to jump to Google, search the internet, which there can be a lot of good information, but there's also a lot of bad information and it can quickly turn negative when you're searching prolapse online. So just want to make that known. Don't go diving deep into prolapse because it will take you down a rabbit hole and it will make you more worried and give you false information. So it's really best if you can to not search the web as much as you can, trying to do everything yourself, like a DIY approach to helping your prolapse. So the best route is to consult with a healthcare professional so you get all of the right information for you and your body and a really concrete way of how to move forward. So you're confident, you're confident in how you need to move forward. And with that, some professionals that you want to check in with, either your gynecologist, a urogynecologist, or pelvic floor therapist, we're all trained to diagnose and treat pelvic organ prolapse though we may have different ways of going about it, you still can get answers and get directed in um, a way that you need to go, but also making sure 
you have all the information is important. But you'll get a thorough examination to diagnose and get you with those treatment options because really early intervention can make a huge difference in your outcomes with prolapse. So getting on top of it early, if you can, is super important. It's definitely something you don't wanna try in DIY approach where you're trying to search different Instagram videos, YouTube videos online, because you really want an individualized approach to make sure it improves, especially if you're wanting to have more kids you can improve it during pregnancy or before you have your next kid and it not get any worse and actually get better in the process. So hopefully that is encouraging for some of you out there. And then as far as what happens after diagnosis, so depending on who you go see, a gynecologist, urogynecologist, that medical route will usually, depending on severity, Surgery-wise, that might be brought up, but surgery is really only considered or should be considered if you have a grade three or worse. So for those of you who may not be familiar or heard my last episode on prolapse, the staging is, so grade one and two are less severe. That's still where the pelvic organ is above the vaginal opening. With a grade three, it's more than one centimeter below the vaginal opening. And then a grade four is below that. So with those, conservative management is not as likely to help. Sometimes with a grade three, it can, but that's where surgery might be necessary. And as far as other options you have, you should always be presented with pelvic floor therapy as an option because that's really the best way you're going to get to the root of your issues. And so we'll get into that more here in a minute, but also another option you might hear is a pessary, and that's a medical device that there's different types depending on what fits you best and the type of prolapse and what you need. But essentially it's like a sports bra for your pelvic organs. You insert this device and it helps to provide that support. So you can go about your day and not have as many symptoms. But ultimately, if you are given or recommended a pessary, the goal, well, depending on what your goal is, right? And that's where it's important to figure out who you are, what type of approach you want, because there are different types of people. Some people want to avoid surgery at all costs, let their body heal naturally, and maybe don't want a pessary even. And so that's where the strictly pelvic floor route is the best way to go. Some people might want a lot of symptom improvement, but still want to go the pelvic floor therapy route. So that's where if someone is having a hard time functioning in their day-to-day activities and the pain and pressure is just so much, it's hard to function, then a pessary can relieve that so they can get through their day-to-day activities, live life a little easier, but doing pelvic floor therapy at the same time, we'll make sure the root cause is still addressed. Because if you're just wearing a sports bra for your organs, once you take it out, right, you still have the same degree of prolapse. So it's a Band-Aid essentially. And so what you'd wanna do is, while you have the pessary in, make sure you're doing pelvic floor therapy 
because in pelvic floor therapy, we look full body to see, sure, the, the prolapse is occurring in your pelvic floor, but that's not where the root cause likely is coming from. It's from possibly your breath and how you're managing pressure. Maybe your posture during the day and ways that you're moving, lifting, that are creating more pressure or more strain on your body. Your strength within your whole body, looking head to toe, your mobility head to toe, because how your foot moves affects up into your hip and your pelvis, vice versa with your neck shoulder, that affects your pelvis. So we really look full body and determine what is causing that prolapse and address that so that you can get rid of the pessary eventually and your body is naturally supporting you how it needs to. So that would be the goal if you go the pessary route to also have pelvic floor therapy. Some people, depending on you, right? Some people don't like the exercise part or going through therapy. So they might choose to wear a pessary and just wear that their whole life. So it just depends on you and your goals. Some people maybe want the quicker solution and do surgery and go that route. But keep in mind, it's always good, no matter which route you take, surgery alone, pessary alone, to also do pelvic floor therapy. Because like we talked about with the pessary, pelvic floor therapy will help address the root cause. Same thing with surgery. If you go and have surgery, sure, it'll help improve your grade of prolapse. They'll either do maybe mesh, sling, depending on some doctors do a hysterectomy if you have a uterine prolapse, but depending on what approach they do in the surgery topic can be another podcast as well. But depending on what's done, it essentially will raise up, lift those pelvic floor organs to return them back to more of their natural state. But if you haven't addressed the pressure management, posture, strength, mobility, whatever was causing it in the first place, then you're setting yourself up to develop prolapse again and possibly have to go through another surgery or put yourself through a longer rehab process. So it's very important if you do decide to go the surgical route that you try and do pelvic floor therapy beforehand, try and improve and get down to the root cause so you can have a good strength, mobility foundation, your body's in a better place going into surgery so that you can recover better after surgery and do pelvic floor therapy after to make sure you're healing good, supporting your body, and making sure that prolapse doesn't happen again. So that's very important to note. No matter which way you go, just want to present you with those options because everybody's different. And my goal is to make sure that you are informed as much as you can be. So knowing if surgery is an option, that's not your only option. You have pelvic floor therapy, a pessary to also consider. And so just make sure if you're only presented with a surgical option, you know there are other options out there. And if you aren't given the conservative options like pelvic floor therapy or pessary, reach out to a pelvic floor therapist, reach out to me 
I'd be happy to chat with you and help guide you, give you some clarity and answer any questions you have and help direct you towards those other conservative routes and just make sure you're informed as much as you can be to ultimately make the best decision for you. That's what I want everybody to have, just as much information as they can to make the best decision on what is for them. Because yes, I'm a pelvic floor physical therapist and I love to help people that conservative route, but there is a time and place for surgery and some people wanna go that route. And so I just wanna make sure everybody's informed um, as much as they can be. So as y'all are learning more, feel free to reach out. I'm happy to answer any questions that you have and make sure you feel fully informed with making your decisions, especially in the route you wanna go with your prolapse. Because I know I've been through it myself before I got into pelvic floor therapy actually, but it can be very isolating. You can almost feel hopeless. Me being a former athlete, I miss that sense of, you know, my identity and being active. I couldn't be active how I wanted. So it was hard on me to not be able to do what I wanted to do. And so it can take a toll on you, not only physically, but also mentally, emotionally. And so I am here to help support you through all of that. And so just more than anything, I want to make sure everyone knows that you can get back to the activities that you want to do. Because like I said, dealing with prolapse, you can sometimes feel like, oh, I'm going to have this for the rest of my life. I'm not going to get back to doing these activities. Maybe you're even told by your doctor or somebody that you can't get back to activities that you enjoy. And that is not the case. You can get back to doing all the activities you love, but in a smart way, right? So that's where us as pelvic floor therapists, we're the movement experts. We help you improve how your body's moving so you can get back to those activities that you want. We don't just say, hey, sit on the sidelines. Don't push your body. You're fragile. That is not the case. Your body's not fragile. It's very adaptive and can definitely be trained and get you back to where you want to be. So it's just all about finding the right support system for you, healthcare professional-wise, but also finding support groups, talking to other people that can really help take a lot off of you and see that you're not alone, help other people talk about their struggles, you share yours and help support each other and lift each other up. So really trying to also help break the stigma around pelvic health conversations with bladder, bowel, sexual function, and within that pelvic organ prolapse because it's not talked about enough and we need to raise more awareness of it and also know that we can empower each other. It's not something we have to deal with the rest of our lives. There is hope and we can get back to running after our kids jumping in our exercise programs, doing all the things we want to do without our body limiting us. So I hope you all found something from today. That's a wrap on today's episode on pelvic organ prolapse. So just remember, if you're thinking I have prolapse, what do I do? The first step is to talk with a healthcare professional and know there's different options for you. There's not one specific route you have to go. If you're told that, you do have options. So find those options, reach out to me. I will help present you with your options and give you the power to choose what's best for you. So thank y'all so much for joining me on 
today's Implementing Radiant podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you think might benefit. But until next time, y'all keep this conversation going and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's Infinitely Radiant episode. If you haven't already, please share this out so we can help other mamas and women live an infinitely radiant life. If you'd like to work with me, Dr. Miranda, please see the show notes for how to schedule a call with me so you can live your active life, leakage, and pressure-free. Remember to take some time for you today, and let's keep on the journey of being infinitely radiant. Thank you.